This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com Okay, we are in Simon Mem Zayin, on page 150, and we are discussing Birkat HaTorah, the blessing on the Torah, and yesterday we brought down a machloket between the Ramban, the Sefer HaChinuch, mm-hmm. and the Rashba against everyone else. And the Ramban is pretty big. The Rashba is also very big. The Rashba was the chief rabbi of Spain. And the Sefer Chinuch, which we all know, lists all the mitzvot. Who list? All three agree that Bikar mitzvot, Bikar HaTorah is a mitzvah from the Torah. Bikar HaTorah is a mitzvah from the Torah. However, the Rambam and others say it's not a mitzvah from the Torah. It's a mitzvah from the rabbis. And therefore, a person doesn't know if they said Bikar HaTorah or not. Don't go back. What do you do? Get someone else who didn't say it yet, say it for you. Or, we say, Avat Olam, before the Shema, have in mind to fulfill the mitzvah of saying Bikarta. Okay. So we are on page 151, we're in Simon Mem Zayin. All the Torah that you study, you do not say the blessing. Torah is valid. Blessing or no blessing. But it's a state of mind. Are you happy that you're learning Torah, or you're just, I, I don't want to learn Torah. I'm forcing myself. Obviously, it's better, you know, you, you, it's better if you can. It's better if you can be happy. But if you're forcing yourself, you're still doing the mitzvah, as long as you have a mind to do the mitzvah. Right? So we all have a mind to do the mitzvah of Talmud Torah. The question is, what kind of state of mind do you have? What kind of state of mind do you have? Okay, so we are moving on. So it doesn't matter, we said, in Sif Bet, we said it doesn't matter which Torah you're learning. You're learning Torah Shebechtav which is the written law, 24 books of the Tanakh, or you're in the oral law, Mishnah, Gemara, Midrash, whatever you're learning, you have to say Birkat Torah. You can't learn how to learn without say, without the Torah. What, what, what is there, right? Everything is there. Whatever, well, all these books. No, all I mean, these books. Birkat Torah, what means, like, before every book that you read of the Torah? You no, know, once a day. Once a day. Well, every morning. Morning, morning, yeah. morning bracha. Morning bracha. As long as you say once a day, and when you have an aliyah, you say it again. But and that, everyone agrees, we said, is Drabana. Everyone agrees the Aliyah Bracha is Drabanan, unless you forgot to say it in the morning. Okay. And you would have had to have missed it twice because yes. you missed it the first exactly. time, then Shema. Exactly. You missed Very good. You missed it. Does he state where the Sefer Chinuch states that opinion or no? It's towards the end because it's from the second last parasha, Hazid. Have a look. Hazid. I know, I know Talmud Torah is. No, is the Bracha on the Torah should be the last in the last two uh, parasha, the second last parasha. Does Tehillim count? Tehillim is written yeah, Torah. You know what, to, say, to say a bracha on the Torah is not its own mitzvah. It would maybe it's its own mitzvah. Koi Sevrachinuch. Three opinions: Sevrachinuch, the Rashba, and the Ramban. It's its own mitzvah. No one else lists it as a mitzvah, but Sevrachinuch is one of them who lists it as a mitzvah. If he's not there, then you have to argue with the Chavetz Chaim. Don't argue with the Chavetz Chaim. Yeah, he says a mitzvah. I'm not saying he, he didn't ah, okay. say it. Okay, look it up. Look it up. Look it up. to learn Torah. Look it up. Look it so up. Like, I look think up. that's the challenge scene. Look it up. Whoever so sits that's in, you have that's to in Parshat Bayit Hanan. Go to Parshat. Uh, Which one? Hazino. Hazino, okay. The second last. Hazino is uh, 611. Okay, we're in Now, what about a person who's not? So that's all about when you're learning Torah. How do you learn Torah? Big machlok over How do you learn Torah? I read it. Reading without speaking or reading with speaking? Oh, move my ah. well, That's what they told us. Big debate now. <coughs> what is well, learning Torah? One second, slowly. What is learning Torah? 
So the Shulchan says, and Gimel, have you look at Gimel over there? Hakotev b'divrei Torah, a person who writes divrei Torah, even though he is not reading, he has to also say the bracha. So we have three different levels we see from the Shulchan. Number one is when you're reading the Torah. What's reading the Torah? Saying it. You have to say it. That's reading. Reading is saying, which is people don't get it. Number two is writing. According to Shulchan writing is also learning Torah. If I'm writing Chirushim, I'm also learning Torah. But if I'm just reading with my eyes and I'm not speaking, Shukhanah seems to say, you're not doing the mitzvah of Talmud Torah. You're thinking very good thoughts. Very, very good, beautiful thoughts. I mean, there's no question about that. It's very high level. Very, very high level thoughts. But you're not filling your mitzvah with Torah. Why? Because the Torah says, what does the Torah say? Vidibarata bam. What's Vidibarata? You'll speak. speak it. Well, it says, "Vishinantam levanecha." You will repeat to your children, which implies you have to say it. What if you're not saying it, what about the pasuk that says, "We'll meditate on day and night"? Vagita bo yamam It's not in the Torah. Where is it? It's in Yoshua. Exactly. Where did the list of value in tefillah? Hello. Tefillah. What about it? Hmm? Is tefillah Talmud Torah? Very good question. Hear that? Is tefillah Talmud Torah? Sometimes. Why? Because sometimes it comes from the Talmud. And For example? It comes uh, all of the Tehillim that we say, or Shema. Very good. Excellent. So are the Tehillim we say Divrei Torah or not? And the answer is no. So the Tehillim not concept. What? No. Tehillim in the Tefillah. Why? Because they're called Tahanunim. Right. Because I'm not reading them for the sake of tefillah. I'm reading them for the sake. I'm not, I'm not reading them for the sake of Talmud Torah. I'm reading for the sake of tefillah. So even the Shema. I'm not. Le- I'm not reading the Shema and the Tefillah for the sake of Shema. I'm reading the se- for the sake of Talmud Torah. I'm reading the sake of, for the mitzvah of saying Shema. Shema. I gotta have in mind. So is this Talmud. for the sake of Talmud Torah or is it for the sake of Shema? So now, Talmud Torah. Talmud. the rabbis put in the in the morning, right? Ezumi Kuman. You know Ezumi Kuman. Most people don't say it. It's before Baruch Shema. That is Talmud Torah. They put it there for the sake of learning Torah. They put Rabbi Shmuel on there. There's 13 different ways of learning things out from the Torah, right? That's Talmud Torah. Why the rabbis put it in there? It's not Tachanunim. You're not praying for anything else. You're not saying thank you to Hashem. You're not saying please to Hashem. You're not praising Hashem. You are learning Torah. And the classic is the Brikat Kohanim. So Korbanot in the 13 ways to learn Torah is... Korbanot? No. no. Why? Korban, we're bringing Korbanot. What is the Kodesh Kodeshim that you say? Ezumi Kuman. Where do we bring the sacrifices? Where? Okay. I'm not bringing a sacrifice. I'm just talking. So we're learning. Like you're teaching Torah. Ah, learning Torah. Learning Torah. You're learning. Right. So that is learning Torah. Bikat Kohanim. After the Bracha on the Torah. By the way, Hashem, Moshe, they straight in the Bikat Shechah. That counts as? That's Talmud Torah. That's Talmud Torah. So you have Talmud Torah there, you have Talmud Torah in the, uh, before, the, before the Hodu, right? Before Hodu. And you have Talmud Torah where? That's it. Nothing else is Talmud Torah. Everything else is Tachanunim. You found it? Mm. I found where he says that the king recites blessings before and after his reading. Okay, very good. Maybe but that's he, it. he didn't necessarily say it was Dereiser or not. Oh, everything he lists is Dereiser. Because he has, there's seven brachas, he says. Yeah. So it's right there, you can, right. You can look. That's Hakel. 
That's the hakim. So that we see over there that what he's, he has a mitzvah to say his brachot. So when we follow along to the parsha, right? When we follow along with the parsha, we're not doing Tamil Torah. We're just following. No, the parsha is Tamil Torah. Okay. Parsha is Tamil Torah, and there you don't even have to say anything. Why? Shomer keone, listening like we do now. I'm talking and you're listening. It's like you're talking. If you intend that I should speak for you, you're listening to someone talking. Now the question is, does that apply to a uh, tape recorder? Mm. Is that Talmud Torah as well? So if you're, if you're repeating whatever the guy is saying, you're learning Torah. Mm. You're just listening to it. We're going to come, machloket, big machlok about listening. So let's go into, let's just read the Shulchan Aruch again. Such as the Shofar. Exactly like Shofar. Shomea Kione. You're listening, it's like, well, the mitzvah of the Shofar is slightly different. Why? The mitzvah of the Shofar is yeah. to listen. And the bracha is the Shmoa called Shofar, to hear the voice of the Shofar. There's no mitzvah for you to blow it. But the mitzvah of, say, pray. If you listen to the chazan, you say amen, and you have in- intentions to be yotzeh, you fulfill the obligation. Kiddush. If I make kiddush for you, how do you fulfill the obligation? You didn't say anything. Shomea keone. Now, when they say mechaven latzet, how you how you do it? Like, you think, I want to do the mitzvah. I want him to do the mitzvah on my behalf. I'm fulfilling my mitzvah by him speaking. That's Shemek. Let's say it. Let's say it. I want to fulfill my obligation. So that's, is let's that say the same thing with a father hiring a teacher? Yes, a exactly. So you have the mitzvah to teach your children. I can't do it. I'd like to do it, but I don't have time. I don't know enough. So I'll hire someone to do it. Usually it's not as good. Because you know what? He's teaching 30 kids in the class, not one kid at a time. You know, sometimes it's better to homeschool than you do in the mitzvah. But it depends on who you get to teach the kids. It's, it's one-on-one as opposed to... Sometimes one hour of one-on-one is better than eight hours of 30 people. But it depends on the kids. Some kids can focus, some kids can't focus. So a kid who can't focus is just wasting his time in school. You know what they do? They give him drugs. What's it called? Riddling. I know in Israel now it's very big in Yeshua. They say, throw, I'm not take, we're not taking the kid unless you put a Riddler. We won't take him. They tell the parents. They told my older kids already. They told my teenagers. He can't sit still. He's not focused. Either Ridlin or find him another yeshiva. Right? Wow. Uh, there are kids in Israel in college, Ridlin. I mean, I'm, I think sure, I'm sure there's some over here as well. So you see the Ridlin or Monster. <laughs> mm-hmm. cool. Drink up with caffeine, but that caffeine is different. It doesn't help you concentrate, it helps you stay awake. Okay. So a person is not allowed to learn Torah until he says this bracha. And a person should say this bracha with tremendous joy. Simcha <coughs> gedola. Which is hard to do early in the morning. Right? So hard early in the morning to say with simcha gedola. Because we find we did this yesterday, right? But just, I'm just repeating Mishnah Bura Gimel of it. But why was the land of Israel lost? The first temple, why did they lose the land of Israel? Why didn't the mitzvah of learning Torah surround them and protect them? And the answer is because they didn't learn with simcha. They didn't learn with joy. And they didn't say Birkata Torah with joy. So it's it's important to learn Torah with simcha. So, okay, let's move on to Gimel. Shmishnabur of Gimel. Be'en Midrash. 
So the Ramah added, so Shukhanah says, it doesn't matter if you're learning written law or learning the Mishnah or the Gemara. And the Ramah adds, what about Midrash? Also Midrash, the Ramah added. So the question is, does the Ramah add because he's arguing with the Shukhanah or the Shukhanah arguing with him or they agree? Shukhanah didn't bring everything down. He just quotes Midrash and Gemara. It doesn't say Midrash. I mean, it says Gemara and Mishnah. So does he include Midrash or not? So the Mishnah Bereshit says, Machaber Gamke Motibazeh. The, the Shukhanach also agrees that Midrash is Talmud Torah. But he holds that it's even high. It's like written Torah. It's not oral Torah, Midrash. Because the Midrash is explaining to you what's missing in the written Torah. I want to know background information of Avram Vino. The Torah starts with Avram Vino at the age of? Seventy. Seventy. 70 years old. What about when he was a kid? Midrash fills in the details. Midrash says, you know, he was three years old and he thought about Hashem, thought about Hashem, until Hashem revealed himself to Abraham. What do you say? Midrash. So Midrash is really filling in the blanks of the Torah. written Torah. So Midrash is also written Torah. Mishnah He says, according to Shulchan Aruch, Midrash is written Torah. Psh, that's amazing. Yeah? Think about it. I would think Midrash is oral Torah. No, it's written Torah. Why? It's filling in the blanks of the written Torah. Psh, amazing, huh? Beautiful. Do women, are they obligated to say Birchus Torah? They do. What do you mean they're obligated? They say every morning. Why? Because women also have to learn what they need to do. Mm. Women don't keep kosher. Mm. They're the ones that get in the kitchen. Women don't go to the mikveh. They have to learn the laws. They have a mitzvah as well. Women have to learn more than the men exactly what to do. They're more practical, hands on. It depends. Men are cooking or not cooking. Men are going to mikvah. Men don't have to go to mikvah. Women have to go to mikvah. There's a mitzvah. Shabbat. Women don't have to learn. Of course they have to learn. Or she's cooking on Shabbat. It's not a joke. Women have to learn. And today especially, the Chavetz Haim was the one who authorized Sarah Schneer to start seminaries. Thank God for seminaries. Always women. Men couldn't find wives. The rabbis couldn't find wives. You know why? The women didn't want to marry a guy with a beard. They didn't want to marry a guy who was learning Torah all day. They're into their romances and their history, and the, they weren't even allowed. They weren't allowed to learn Torah at all. So unless they had very powerful mothers, and very powerful fathers who could influence them, they didn't want to learn Torah. You know, the story says uh, my, my my daughter told me the story in seminary. There was a girl in seminary who liked to play Monopoly. Yeah, Monopoly. Hear the story. She loves playing Monopoly. So she spent two, three hours a night Monopoly. <laughs> Her mother walks in, clean up the mess, put everything back in the box. Doesn't want to listen. I like Monopoly, I'm playing. Her father comes home. Father comes home, he's a rabbi. Father says, My dear, life, everyone is playing Monopoly. And one day they'll put the person in the box. Not the Monopoly in the box, they'll put the person in the box. Hmm. Yeah, we like to buy a house, buy this, buy a hotel, buy this, buy more, buy what? That's Monopoly. We play Monopoly. Life is one big Monopoly game. But eventually, instead of putting the Monopoly in the box, we put the guy in the box. But in Israel, there's no box. What did I say? The president. No, it's not mine. Okay. I thought it was. That was last week. Okay. So Midrash is also Talmud Torah. Midrash is higher than oral law. It's written law. Shh, that's a Kiddush. That's a big Kiddush. 
So now what about writing? We said. So learning Torah according to Shulchan Aruch is? Talking. Talking, talking. speaking. You know, famous uh, joke? When I was in Shiva, the Russian says, the Americans have the hydrogen bomb. The Russians have the atom bomb. We have a Dibarta bomb. <laughs> but it only works with Ashkenaz pronunciation. Is what it's <laughs> but Dibarta bomb, they said. Bomb. <laughs> bomb. That was good. The Ram bomb? Ram bomb. No. <laughs> no one says Ram bomb. It says Ram bomb. It's a <laughs> Okay. <laughs> so now, what about writing the Torah? What's better, to think the Torah or to write the Torah? Right. Why? Because you're thinking and while you're writing. You're thinking you're and you're writing. So writing brings it down into the physical oh, world. Physical. Okay, let's see. So let's see Mishnah Baruch here, Dalit. It's very, very interesting Mishnah Baruch here. Hakotev. Sfirelei, the Shulchan holds, Adif Mehir, who writing is better than thinking. Why? Because obviously, because he's doing action. You bring the Torah into a physical domain now. It's not just in your mind, which, by the way, is a very high level, but it's also breaking down into this world, the Olam Hasiyah, which is the world of action. David Now, the strict opinion is, why is writing like learning Torah? Because when you write, you actually say it. Well, that's a little bit of a stretch, then. And what's the difference between saying it and writing it? Right? You understand? Writing is a lower level than saying. That's what we're saying. Even that is considered Talmud Torah. But if he's saying it and writing at the same time, obviously it's higher. It should be higher than saying. Right. That's only if he's writing when he's learning the, the material. When he's learning. If he writes in order to learn, writing is a mitzvah Talmud Torah. If it's a software, and he's writing for the sake of writing, not for the sake of learning. Which mitzvah is he getting? He's getting the mitzvah of writing a mezuzah, right? writing a mitzvah of writing a tefillin, right? he's getting the mitzvah of writing a sefer Torah, but he's not getting the mitzvah of Talmud Torah. Because he's not writing in order to learn, he's writing because he needs to write a sefer Torah. So it's a different mitzvah. So if he's writing and he's learning and he's understanding what he's writing, mm-hmm. so now we come to another criteria over here. You have to understand what you're learning. Mm. Person reads the Torah. He doesn't understand a word. Is he doing the mitzvah? No. Well, partly. Torah. Zohar, yes. Because no one understands Zohar. <laughs> Torah, he has to understand at least the meaning of the words. Huh? Even though he doesn't understand what it's saying. Say, Bereshit, in the beginning. Parai Elohim. Hashem created. So he knows what it means. Doesn't know, doesn't know deeply what it means. He has to be able to understand the words. That's why Israelis are better than us. Israelis know the words. At least they can understand what's going on. Not all the time, because some words are very hard. Rabbi, yes. Can you say the same thing? Use that as a um, as a um, as a wor- as a way of like when um, I'm praying and I'm not necessarily understanding the words. Yeah. I'm doing it by rote. Yeah. So it says when you pray with a minyan, you can pray in any language. You can pray even if you don't understand. That's the advantage of praying with a minyan. Really. And when you're not praying with a minyan, you should understand what you're well, You should pray in Hebrew. Because mm. uh, when you pray with a minyan, you can pray in any language. Because mm. uh, Hashem's presence is there. Hashem understands every language. When you're praying by yourself, Hashem's presence is not there. You're relying on angels to translate. Mm. It's pretty amazing. It's an amazing concept. Mm. It's like you Google something in a different language. You're relying on Google Translate. 
When you're praying without a minion, you're relying on the angels to transmit what you're saying. Really? So let's recap. Learning Torah according to Shulchan Aruch is verbalizing, verbalizing understanding, verbalizing understanding. If you're writing, you're not verbalizing. Some people say you are. Say you're not. I hold it, you're not. Writing is a separate issue. Why is writing also good according to the Yeshomrim? The Shulchan Aruch says. Because you're making it in the physical world. You make it physical. So now, what about if I'm writing without knowing what I'm writing? The guy's writing a servitor like a scribe. Has he fulfilled the mitzvah? No. No, why? He's not focused on the meaning. He's focusing on the right. I mean, that's where the wrote came from. He wrote it. Oh, wow. He didn't think it. Hmm? Wow. So he's getting the mitzvah of writing a servitor. He's right. not getting the mitzvah of Talmud Torah unless he's thinking. He's like a zombie. He's writing like a robot. So even if he's saying the words when he's writing them, it's still not Talmud Torah? Why? He's not saying for the mitzvah. He's, not saying for, he's the saying for the mitzvah of writing a mitzvah. Right. All right? Mm. Unless you, he's thinking about the words at the same time. You can get ah, both. You can get both. And that's a Gemara. It's a famous Gemara in Brachot. The Gemara says if the sofer is writing the Shema and he's saying the words, <coughs> is he fulfilling the mitzvah of Shema or not? And the, and the Gemara says if he has intention to fill the mitzvah of Shema, he does as well. Mm. But if his intention is just to check what he wrote, So it all depends on attention. To write that, you need intentions. So what should you really think? I'm learning Torah. I intend to learn Torah. I intend to learn Torah. So there's... Some people say L'Shem Yichud every time they sit down to learn Torah. It's good. So, so Vino Amana. You know. I have a question. So when, in, the, in English, thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all thy soul, and with all thy might. So yeah. if one takes that, if I take that seriously, no, I do take it seriously. So if I was writing... The calligraphy for the for the, the for what you're talking about the Sefer Torah and the Mitzvot and so forth, then <coughs> you, you're doing that not by not because I need to, but because I love it. Not because you love it. What's, what are you doing it for? What mitzvah are you trying to fulfill? That oh. should be head clear in your mind. Uh, that's and that's the clarity in your head. Oh. What mitzvah am I trying to fulfill? What mitzvah are you trying to fulfill? So number one is I'm trying to fill the mitzvah of writing a tefillin. Or tefillin. That's number one. Number two is I'm also trying to fill the mitzvah of Shema. Number three is I'm also trying to fill the mitzvah of Talmud Torah. That's going to have clarity in his head. What are you doing this for? For three ideas. Three ideas. <laughs> you can have three <laughs> things. Lucky if I can get one. Halavai. Halavai, not just you. But it's good. Why? Because the person's going into his mind clear. What is he doing? That's what Hashem wants from us. Hashem wants us to have clarity. What are you doing in this world? Hmm. Every second of the day, we have to have clarity. What are you? It's so hard. It's so hard. Because you're here, you're there. You're... And the test is when you're not in the, in the Beit Midrash. And even when you're in the Beit Midrash, what are you doing in the Beit Midrash? Why are you here? I want to do the mitzvah of Talmud Torah. That's number one. I want to get closer to Hashem, number two. Number three, I want to do the mitzvah of uh, serving Hashem with all my heart by praying. There's a lot of mitzvah things we can do. Mm. And then the six constant mitzvah. Sefer says six constant mitzvah. What are six constants? Number one is to know there is a God. Number two is to know there is one God. Number three is to love God. Number four is to fear God. Number five is to help me, guys. Not to believe in gods of others. Not to believe in other gods. And number right. six, Lotaturu Don't go after your heart and your eyes. Mm. So Baruch Hashem is sitting over here. At least we're doing that one. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a very important. 
So no clarity. What am I doing? <laughs> Imagine two people sitting on the train next to each other. Mm-hmm. One guy's thinking the ten remembrances. Mm-hmm. What are the ten remembrances? Well, first Friday we have ten remembrances. Ashkenazim has six remembrances. Make life Why? Easy. We can't remember as much. Shabbat, man, Masih, Malik, Mamad Hasinai, Masih, Oten, Oten, Prapa Egel, Masha Subalach Vilam, Masih, Mimia, Mimia. Hashem gives you the strength to do great things. That's why it's a very important mitzvah. You go and do a job and you get paid. Because, ah, I'm so great. I did it. No. I say, Hashem gave me the power to right. do it. So it's a big mitzvah. It's very. So these are things that person's got to think about all the time. There's no time a Jew is free of not thinking. Mm-hmm. It's a 24 7 <laughs> obligation. Person's got to think. You have nothing to do at home. What do you do? Think something. You can think. You can do mitzvah in your head. So the question we have is, can you fulfill the mitzvah of Talmud Torah just by thinking? Let's go. Let's take a vote. Who says yes? Ah, very good. Okay. Who says only by writing? And who says only by speaking? So Shukana says, you can do it if you're saying the words. Because Torah says, you will speak. I have to say it. If you're just reading a book without talking, Shukran says, no mitzvah. You didn't do the mitzvah Tamatora. You have very good thoughts, mm-hmm. but you didn't do the mitzvah Tamatora. So it's very important to have it a habit. When you're reading a book, talk to yourself. It's very annoying. Mm-hmm. So next to the guy who's talking to himself and reading a book. <laughs> but today we do it all the time. We speak on the phone. People next to you all the time. People talk all the time. Mm-hmm. They don't care anymore. People don't care anymore. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Number two is writing. Is also but thinking without writing is not a mitzvah but there's opinions that say it is Baruch Hashem let's have a look but if you're writing not for the sake of learning you're writing for the sake of writing a Sefer Torah you're not so far as writing a Sefer Torah imagine you think you'd get the mitzvah of Talmud Torah no because he's not thinking what he's writing he's writing like a zombie he's writing even though he says the words Every word the Sophie writes, he has to say, has to say aloud. Mm. He's got to say aloud. And yet, if he's not thinking, I'm doing it for the sake of the Talmud Torah, and I'm understanding what I'm saying, he's not a mitzvah. Talmud Torah. He's doing a mitzvah writing a Sophie Torah. Can you do both? Yes. Okay. Yes. This is Gemara Beferush. He's checking the Torah, and he's saying, he's saying, I want to do the mitzvah of Shema as well. And he can fulfill the mitzvah. But he has no intention of filling the mitzvah of Shema. Even though he said the Shema. Oh, okay. He's not Yotzeh. Mitzvot tzrichot kavana. Mitzvah requires kavana. Mitzvah from the Torah. Bottom line is machlok the Gemara. Does a mitzvah require kavana or not? The bottom line is which one? It depends if it's a doraita. If it's a mitzvah from the Torah, it requires kavana. It's a bayad delot which means it's never. It's not an answer. There's no answer in the Gemara. What do you mean? There's no answer in the Gemara. Safek doraita the chumra. Safek derabanan. Safek mitzvot tzrichot kavana by doraitas. Mitzvah also came kavanah, but the rabbanah. So you have mitzvah from the rabbis, so you don't have kavanah. You do the mitzvah. But if you have mitzvah from the Torah, you didn't do the kavanah. You didn't do the mitzvah. So it's very important. The kavanah behind the mitzvah is very, very critical. That's why most most mitzvot have brachot. So when's the brach on Talmud Torah? And the answer is every morning. Person has to have mind. This bracha is going to cover me all the Torah. I'm going to learn during the whole day till the next night, till the next time I wake up. Person's going to think. It's so hard to think. So let's think now. All the Birkana Torah we're saying every morning should cover us through the whole day till the next Birkana Torah. Mm-hmm. 
And the biggest proof the Shulchan says is, so he said, you're not allowed to learn Torah without saying a bracha. Mm-hmm. What is Torah? What is Torah? Quickly, what is Torah? Tanakh and Mishnah, Mishnah Gemara, Midrash. Mm-hmm. Yes or no? Yes. yes. So Mishnah Bura says not just Midrash is oral law, Midrash is written law. How is Midrash written law? Because <coughs> Midrash is filling in the blanks of the written law. Beautiful. Okay. But if you just, now the Shukran says, according to Shukran Aruch, if you just, if you're just thinking the Torah, you don't need to make a bracha. Why? Because you're not doing a mitzvah. Thinking the Torah, according to Shukran Aruch, is it? It's good thoughts, but you're not doing the mitzvah of Talmud Torah, and therefore you don't even have to make a bracha before it. <laughs> However, there are opinions, I think it's uh, the Rav, the, the Chabad, the Rabbi of uh, Rav Zalman. It says thinking is enough. Hmm. I mean, I just want to check it. I'm going to go. We'll, go, we'll do that tomorrow. That's the question. What is Mitzvah Talmud Torah? Shukhanah is just clear. Shukhanah says only speaking it out for the sake of learning Torah and reading and, and writing it for the sake of learning Torah. If you just write enough for the sake of learning Torah, you're not doing Mitzvah Talmud Torah. Amen. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.